It was uh, Guy yeah. Fieri that turned me on to Carl. He's a blessing. When Guy used to come through a lot. I dropped him off like a homeless you, kid. You <laughs> <laughs> Please just feed and water this once in a it's while. A basket with a note. <laughs> I hate this. Guy would come through a lot. He would do the show, you know, a bunch. But then there were times he was here and busy with other shows. Right. And so I would grab Carl as yeah. guys walking out yeah, the hall. Because he like, was licking the door. <laughs> <laughs> There's gravy on here. <laughs> oh, I love. How did you meet the Cuban? Uh, what was it? I just got on Food Network. So I'm walking along, I go to this Cuban restaurant, the music's great, everything's going nuts, barely can hear anything, and I'm having a cocktail sitting there, I got a couple buddies with me, and 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 Mr. comes up, and he's, he had like 18 espressos and grind off his back teeth, he's you want to buy a watch? It's a Smurf, it's a Smurf. All right. Did you run over school kids? Yeah, I just built chicken everywhere. Oh. <laughs> well, do what Carl will do and scoop it up with your hand and put it back in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Call the Board of Health. <laughs> You're like the fucking Green Reaper. It's like, why is it a penny on my chicken? <laughs> What's going on, Blue Chew? It's been a moment. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. You know Blue Chew helps you with your boners, right? Good morning and welcome to my little live stream from the ocean. A nice breezy morning, a nice cloudy morning. Here's your first sip of coffee. Cheers, cheers to you and yours. Drinking out of the Starbucks coffee mug. But oh, I thought, yeah, I don't like Starbucks, but they make a damn good mug. When I'm making my own coffee that beats the Starbucks. RJ Hinners, you are first on the live stream. What's up, my friend? Uh, Nathan uh, Brimmer. Who else we got? Ken Kramer. You got Chuck Jones, I see over here. I like Anthony, but what he said was absurd. No, let's not do this. I haven't thought of Anthony. I haven't thought of Opie and Anthony. I haven't thought of any of that crap, and guess what? You want to guess how long? Do you want to guess how long? The answer, to cut to the chase, would be 23 hours of peace and quiet as far as that Anthony crap goes and the ONA crap goes. I was bothered by new stuff yesterday. Uh, Joyce Collin, how are you? And that would be... I'm fucking mad at MTV. MTV has this show called Ridiculousness, and every once in a while, I, um, I get a call from them. They want one of my videos. I've had a lot of success with my videos, um, selling them all over the place. Uh, not as much in recent years, but still, still I get a call or two every year. Um, they want another video for that show, Ridiculousness. But it's basically my friend uh, Kelly Lynn, who's a very, very, very funny comedian, who was doing a lot of these uh, kind of trolly videos for me. 
um, we would write stuff together or I would have an idea or she would have an idea and we would go out on the streets of New York and film some absolutely insane videos. And the key to those videos in the beginning was that I couldn't really tell everyone that she was um, or is. She's a friend of mine and she's a comedian and she's really, really funny. I wanted people to really believe that I was capturing this uh, insane woman around New York doing insane things. And I get a call from him a couple days ago. Hey, Ope, how you been? We want another one of your videos. Blah, blah, blah. Um, And they wanted the escalator video. So Kelly Lynn, my friend, she's kind of pretending that she's completely um, scared of escalators. And then she goes up sort of on her belly, kind of screaming as she goes up the escalator. Right? Really quick, real easy. Got a lot of views. People seem to like the damn thing. So, um, MTV and this producer from Ridiculousness, he, he calls me, he's like, hey, we want that video. And I'm like, okay, great. We want uh, to give you and Kelly $200 each for the use of that video on Ridiculousness. That means nothing. I said, there was a time in my career, I was very, very excited to see my stuff on big TV programs or every once in a while something would pop up in a movie like a wow sticker or something. That was amazing. It was really exciting. So uh, Ridiculousness goes, uh, we're going to send over the contract. I'm like, I'll take a look. But this is, you know, this is literally, no pun intended, a ridiculous. So the deal they wanted to make, this is what's going on out there with content providers. They, they wanted um, exclusive rights to my Escalator video with Kelly Lynn. They wanted to pay me $200, her $200, and then they wanted to put it into their files or archives, catalog, so they could use the video on other shows and other projects that this media company is associated with. I'm like, and they snuck that in uh, to the contract. And so I, I uh, got right back to them. I'm like, wow, man, I am, I am really fucking mad. First of all, paying us $200 a piece for that video is completely ridiculous. I know that show does very, very well. That Rob Dietrich or whatever his last name is, he makes millions doing that show. And you guys don't have a show unless you're getting videos from content providers. And then you're ripping all of us off. Using our video for a total of $400. And then you want want to share... The ownership of the video so you could use it on other projects? I'm like, hell nah. Hell nah. So I put my foot down and I I said no to MTV and ridiculousness. This is what's so funny. They go, we can't offer any more money, but we really want and need your video. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Them sneaking in that little thing in the contract that they share ownership of my content so they can uh, put it on other shows. At that point, they're putting it on other shows completely for free. And then I, I, I go to them, I said, all right, look. I go, how about you at least you know plug our social media? I mean, you plug my TikTok account or my podcast or something. That, that There's worth uh, there, right? They're like, oh, we can't do that. So they're taking people's videos, barely paying them f- for them, and then you, as you, as a viewer watching that dumb ridiculousness, which is on around the clock on MTV, you don't even know whose videos any of these uh, these videos are are from. I should say, it was just such crap. And they're like, "Well, I guess we're gonna have to move on." And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess you are." I mean, I'm not I'm not a rookie in this business anymore. 
Oh, you can't run away from ONA. It was the greatest radio of all time. I'm not running away from it, but but uh, I'm not running. It is what it is. Dude, the thing ended eight years ago. I remember William Shatner came in, and he would talk about the Trekkies and how they drive him insane. And I laughed like, oh, come on. That's that's ridiculous. You know, you should be flattered that, that you were part of a massive show that they're talking about decades later. And he would talk about how much it would drive him crazy. And in a way, I kind of understand now for the simple reason, for the simple reason that uh, the ONA thing is one of the greatest radio shows of all time. I I mean, it's not even open for debate, but the damn thing is over as a human being and a creative person. I uh, I try to look back fondly on those years. It's hard because of all the stupid drama that Anthony started. He never had to start all that crap. But, you know, with that said, kind of like William Shatner, he moved on from uh, Star Trek. And uh, did he ever reach that level of fame again? <clears throat> Maybe on that one show, which I forgot the name of, but probably not. But he he wanted to move on and, and creatively uh, do other stuff and talk about other things, and that's sort of where I'm at with uh, with my life. I can't I can't spend the the next who knows how many years just babbling about Opie and Anthony like like my life just stopped when the show ended. I can't do that. Oh, Jason West. W a man is helping me uh, cut up the live streams and making some videos that I can post all over the place. And he just uh, he just dumped a whole bunch of new clips. So look for them on my YouTube channel if you're on the Facebook. Uh, my YouTube uh, channel is Opie Radio. And if you're on YouTube, my Facebook page is Opie Radio Fans. All right? How come Opie and Anthony was such a big show and yet people vilify you so much? I don't, Anthony's not doing as well without you either. Sure, you're doing worse, but neither of you are as good a part. <laughs> My pet, my podcast numbers would say uh, very differently, uh, David D. I'm not doing worse. Jesus. I decided to just kind of have fun for a while. And then if something uh, pops in my head where I want to, you know, develop something again, then, I'm, then I'll go for that. But until then, I'm just enjoying my, my life. I'm enjoying my family. I'm enjoying live streaming in the morning with a, with a cup of coffee. And, uh, and that's it. Uh, I don't know why they vilify me so much. I mean, I was looked at as the, as the boss, which sucks. You never want to be looked at as the boss. But the fact is, and, you know, stuff like this pisses off Anthony, but it is the truth. I developed the Opie and Anthony show. I was doing a version of Opie and Anthony before Anthony. And then I realized that Anthony would be uh, a huge, uh, a huge get for the vision I had for a giant radio show. So to vilify the guy that actually started the whole goddamn thing, that's that's just mental illness uh, playing out, I guess. Hope he's got some Nick Nolte vibes these days. All right. <laughs> Why? Why Nick Nolte vibes? Is it the wild hair? I, I always showered this morning. I, uh, I had a look at the video yesterday. I was looking for something, the live stream, and uh, I'm like, oh, my God, you got to shower. Yesterday, I literally rolled out of bed. I'm like, just turn the thing on and, uh, you know, have fun and say hi. But, man, I had ocean hair. I was just plastered on the side of my head. and My hair was going the wrong way. I had jellyfish still in my hair. 
Because what's going on out there, I got to ask Chris, uh, a.k.a. Fish Guy Photos. Maybe if he's in the room, he could uh, uh, answer this question. But there's tiny little, like, um, balls, jellyfish balls. I'm assuming it's jellyfish eggs, but uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't go to school for marine biology. But the ocean is just completely, I mean, completely covered with it. So we come out, and it looks like, uh, it looks like, use your imagination. Let's just put it that way. It's all just sticky in your hair, and it's kind of just like jelly. So that's how I went to bed the other day and woke up yesterday morning and said, oh, I look good for uh, a live stream, and I, <laughs> I went on camera like that. Jesus. <laughs> MTV, owned by Viacom, I don't know, are they still owned by Viacom? Claims that they can't pay more because of their overhead. Blah, 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 blah. They can only afford what they can. Uh, Bull dip into the profits to pay people for content. 100%. That's why I'm bringing this up, because this happens all over the place. You know, then you get the people that just simply rip off your content, throw it on their goddamn stuff, and and, and they feel no responsibility in doing that. The famous one for me was uh, that stupid Perez Hilton. I did the Bacon Sunday uh, video with uh, Kelly Lynn, my my friend, and she's a very, very, very funny comic. She's up in Massachusetts these days. I'll get her on the live stream soon. She got remarried. She's the one that lost her husband about ten years ago. He dropped dead in a in a Petco or a PetSmart. Jesus. But she's uh, she's doing really, really well. She's up there in Massachusetts. Um, and we used to have fun making those videos. And when I think it was Burger King came out with the Bacon Sunday, we did a whole video on that. A lot of you probably have seen it. Went cr- I mean, it went crazy viral. Because people were just taking my video and posting it as their own all over the place. And one of the people that did that was uh, Perez Hilton. He puts the video on his, uh, on his Facebook page at the time. No credit to me. No credit to Kelly. Um, and this thing did millions of views on his Facebook page. So I wrote him. I wrote Perez, and I, and I was nice at first. I was like, dude, this is this is my video. What are you doing? You're just literally, you're literally just ripping off my content. This is not okay, you know? He never really writes back. I write him again. I'm like, yo, for real, dude. You know, I see the things, I forget, but it, it was millions. Things doing millions of views on your Facebook page. You know, it's not right. First of all, I, you know, at the very least, you, you should credit me. But I, I honestly, I, I really want you to just take it off your, your Facebook page. Know what he ended up doing? This little bitch that makes believe that he has changed and he's a different person. He blocked me. He blocked me because I had the nerve to call him out for stealing my content and putting it on his Facebook page. All right, let me get another uh, cup of coffee in my Starbucks mug. That is definitely not a commercial. I hate Starbucks. I was a fan of Starbucks at first. At first. And then the lines got too long because everyone had to start ordering their sugary drinks and getting a little pastry or a little egg sandwich. And you're like, holy shit. Why am I waiting 15, 20 minutes to get a lousy cup of coffee, which used to be good? And then uh, I, in my opinion, the quality of the beans or whatever they're doing over there went drastically down. Uh, and it wasn't worth paying the money. But they do make a wonderful coffee mug. It's nice and big and it feels heavy in your hand, which I like. But the one thing um, in recent years, 
Opie, do you still use your sock to wipe pee off the toilet seat? Yes, I do. You know why? I realize why I started that. Because of my stupid, bad back. It's hard to bend down um, in certain ways. So, you know, if you had a, uh, I don't know, if you had a drop here or there on the toilet seat, it was easy just to lift up your foot and and just do a quick circle with your sock. (laughs) You know what you're walking on with your socks around your own house? It really isn't that big of a deal. Fuck, he really is washed up, right? Yeah, I guess I am, bruh. I mean, look at me. Look at look at how look at how terrible my life has gotten. God. Now I gotta live at the ocean. Fucking sucks. My life blows. I don't have to work anymore. God, my life is just terrible. Looking at this every morning, listening to the waves as I go to sleep. Not going to a dead-end job. God, my life has really fucking fallen apart. You are 100% right. Do you have a bad back from carrying all those comedians and leeches from the old show? Yes, I do. All right, let me get a cup of coffee. We'll do a few more minutes. Doggy, come on. What's going on, Blue Chew? It's been a moment. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. You know Blue Chew helps you with your boners, right? Do yourself a favor. Flick that thing. And if it's still in hibernation, then you're going to want to try the Blue Chew service. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Get it? Arises? The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days in the mail, in a discreet package. No more lines at the pharmacy. And you know, women say there's nothing sexier than confidence. And BlueChew can help give you confidence where it counts. You know what they mean by where it counts, right? Of course you do. Keep flicking. Anything happening? No? All right, listen up. I got a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPI at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code OPI to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Oh, you know what? I'm, um, I, I, obviously, I'm way behind with this, but I, we... Uh... We started watching uh, Stranger Things. God damn, that's a good show. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I've been meaning to watch, uh, meaning to watch uh, Stranger Things for many, many years, and out of nowhere, my daughter's like, I want to watch Stranger Things. I'm like, all right. It might be a little too much for her, because she's only uh, nine. Oh, wow, my daughter's going to be ten in a couple months. Holy shit, where did the time go? But she's she's hanging in there. I, I keep checking in with her. I'm like... You're not scared? This isn't bothering you? The jump scares, the monster, the, the lights flickering? You're cool with 11 and the tattoo? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. She's, she's enjoying it. I'm enjoying the hell out of it, man. It's a, it's a good show. Not saying anything uh, breaking here. I understand that. For some reason, I um, the TV, except for Stranger Things last night, uh, the TV has been completely off in our house for, man, I don't know. I think close to a week. 
Like, there's something about that giant dumb thing on the wall that's starting to really not make sense anymore. You turn on the cable news. Whatever cable news you watch. I'm not even, I'm not even like, picking a side or any of that horseshit. But whatever cable news you watch, you realize that you can watch for 15 minutes, top of the hour, and you know exactly what they're going to talk about for the next 12 hours. And it's going to be over and over and over again. It's going to be... It's almost like they hand out the talking points to their uh, their hosts, and they all just go, oh, the talking point today is this. And it's just over and over again. And I got caught up in that loop for uh, uh, no lie for many years. So now I'll, I'll check out like the cable news for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. This is what they're going to talk about all day long. And, uh, and then you, the same thing with ESPN. So, like, all of a sudden, this giant dumb thing on the wall is, like, it's really starting to feel uh, antiquated. And uh, we're not, we're just simply not turning it on as much. We're all on our phones or our iPads or, uh, or just doing other things. And it's kind of nice, to be honest with you. With that said, uh, watching Stranger Things last night with my daughter, there were two things. She was just like, and it kind of sucks because... For the longest time in my life, in my life, we all have our lives, I really didn't feel like things were dramatically changing. I really didn't. We went from listening to our music on, like, cassettes to DVDs, and then, you know, satellite radio creeped into the picture, you know, and then um, the phones were just okay for the longest time, and then that technology popped. Um, but anyway, with that said... Watching my daughter's mind being blown by how we used to live by watching Stranger Things is like, oh my God, there has been some dramatic change in my damn life. With the with the phone on the wall, they understood it was a phone, but they're like, why? <laughs> why? I'm like, I'm trying to explain, like, because they at this point they call whoever they want whenever they want through their iPads. That's just how the kids are today. You know, they kind of ask, but in general, we know what they're up to. So at this point, it's like, yeah, do your thing, you know? So I try to explain to them, no, there was a time each house had literally one phone on the wall in a central location, usually the kitchen, with a giant cord. And if your friend called, that meant no one else could call the house. Because I come from a time even before call waiting and extension phones, it was just literally one phone. And they're like, that's really weird. And I'm like, I know, but that was our life. That was our life. Remember the busy the busy signal? There's no more busy signals. You would call, get excited. Maybe you're calling like someone you really, really liked or, or just your good friend. And all of a sudden you hear that, eh, 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 eh. That busy signal. I don't even remember what the busy signal is anymore. Was that the busy signal or was that uh, a phone that was uh, left uh, off the hook? Remember leaving a phone off the hook? <laughs> so in that stupid Stranger Things, you know, we're only on season one. The, you got that giant uh, yellow phone on the wall with the long cord. And then when you got older and you had some juices flowing... You needed privacy, so you would pull that phone cord around the corner and try to find a, a quiet spot, which was pretty much impossible in my house uh, growing up with seven, eight, nine kids. Uh, and then the other thing from Stranger Things so far, 
was um, the TV. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, you know, the kid is bragging about his, tw- I think he said 21-inch TV and how giant it, giant it was. Excuse me. I was embarrassed. And, you know, I'm an older fa- father on top of it. I go, that's my TV. It almost looked exactly like the TV we grew up with. And they looked at me like they wanted to give me a hug. <laughs> like, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> and I'm like, but, and you had to get up to change this. What, get up, what? Like, they had no, con- literally no concept. That was before they came up with that first uh, TV changer. I don't even know what it was called. You can't really call it a remote. It had a wire. How many of you are old enough to remember that it was a big box like this that the cable company gave you, but it was a wire? They didn't have the uh, wireless technology yet, and you would drag that to the couch, and you would go clunk, clunk, clunk to try to change the channels. And then my friend, fucking brilliant, John Ewing, I miss you. Cheers, my good friend. He was, uh, I think, 6'5". I was 5'2", and we were best friends. I looked like I was 12. He looked like he was 20. He was the first guy to, to have a driver's license in our circle of friends, and he drove us everywhere. Uh, he was buying beer and everything at 15. He, had a, he pretty much had a full beard at 15, and he was 6'5". And we were best friends. He goes, all right, I got to show you something. And at this point, we did have two TVs. There was one upstairs, too. So you got to fast forward a little bit. We were about, I want to say 15 or 16. And you see, I go, he goes, you see that cable box with those buttons? I'm like, yeah. And, uh, you know, you would have the scrambled channels. I'm not sure if you had to pay extra for them. I don't remember how that worked. But you knew where the, uh, the naughty, naughty. John Parr, anyone? I think it was John Parr. Naughty, naughty. Um. So you had your naughty channels, and when you got to the naughty channel, it was all scrambled, and every once in a while it would stop for a second, and you would see half a half a body part, and then it freaking John figured out. I'm trying to remember what he did now. Oh, was it a key in the back? Oh, I probably shouldn't even started this because now I don't remember exactly what he did. But long story short, he had a workaround, and he. Uh, he uh, jerry-rigged it, and I'm not sure if he, <clears throat> excuse me, if if he held down two of those buttons, they were about this big, pushed a button for a channel. I'm not sure if he pushed two of them down like halfway and that unscrambled it, or he figured out some kind of key thing that worked in the back. Maybe that's what it was. They gave you a key for the scramble channels. I'm, I, I'm trying to remember. Oh, my God. This is a memory I haven't thought of in no joke, like, well, I didn't even want to say how many years. But he came over to show me how I could watch the Naughty Naughty channels. So then I would wait. <laughs> I would wait. I had this knowledge and I didn't want to share it with anybody in my house. So I had to wait it out. I was in a house with seven, eight, nine kids. And uh, I, I would have to wait them all out. One by one, oh, I'm tired. They would go to bed, and then my dad's staying up because he would watch the Knicks. And finally, he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to bed. It would be like midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I would make believe I was already in bed, and then I would sneak down to, to watch the Naughty Naughty channels using the little uh, workaround that John Ewing uh, taught me. 
And boy, was that a lot of fun for a 15 or 16 year old. And, and it was crazy because I, I, I had this whole world that uh, no one else in the house knew about. But I'm sure I, I, I'm sure I shared the knowledge with my brothers eventually. Uh, and then, you know, there was foot traffic all night long, middle of the night. Someone is sneaking down because the word got out. <laughs> How to watch some naughty, naughty channels. I'll leave you with this. Now I'm a teenager, you know, I'm going out, trying to get some things done, doing, all, you know, experimenting with this and that. And, you know, inevitably you're, you're coming home with a buzz, trying to get past your parents. And uh, my mom, man, if she smelled alcohol on our breath, forget about it. Forget about it. And we had a terrible curfew because of her. Terrible. We had to leave the parties uh, very, very early. We would have to sneak out because people would be like, where are you going? It's 1030. I'm like, and I knew I had a curfew of like 11 on a Friday night. Oh, I'm, uh, uh, I'm going in the backyard. I would jump over fences and do these Irish exits because I was embarrassed by my, my curfew. I came home one night and I was like, ah, fuck, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I, I, I had a, a good buzz going and my friend uh, Rob dropped me off. Um, that might have been the night, the next day he calls me. I know I'm all over the place. I apologize, but I, I did bring it all together. That might have been the night that he called me. He goes, are you up? I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I'll, I'm picking you up in 10 minutes. What? And I'm tired, you know, we went out late the night before. Proceeds to drive me to where his car went off the road into a field. And it was like there were donuts because he lost control of his, car, his family's car. And I'm like, what the hell? And it was right near uh, Old Fields Junior High. They had a little, I, I forget the, the road, but you're going straight. And obviously it's a, it's a pretty dramatic right turn with no stoplight at the time or stop sign. And then there was a pretty good triangle of shit because it was like three-way traffic, I guess. And he ended up in there. And it was just like donuts all over. I'm like, you, he goes, this happened after I dropped you off. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, uh, how's the car? He's like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with the car. But we would pass this spot for the next uh, few months with just terrible tire tracks all over the place. He was really, I laughed, but he was really, really lucky. And his parents never found out. But um, I came home. I was, uh, I definitely had a bit of a buzz. And I'm like, I got to get past my dad. How is this going to happen? You know, and I... In the distance, I hear that he's still in the living room. Um, I hear him snoring. Uh, I'm like, okay, he's snoring, but I still got to kind of wake him up because he was waiting for me. I'm like, shit, okay. But he's snoring, so he's going to be groggy when I wake him up, you know? And I walk into the living room, and uh, on the TV is hardcore naughty. <laughs> my dad, I guess my dad figured out the workaround. Or he had the key, I don't know. Or whatever it was to get those channels. But hardcore naughty naughty on the TV. He's snoring. So I kind of made some loud noises like I'm home, you know. And I was hoping that I could like turn the corner and quickly go up the stairs. He wakes up and starts fumbling with that giant remote TV thing. Oh my god, how did this get on the TV, you know? <laughs> All awkward. <laughs> and I'm like... Good night, Dad. He didn't question me about my night. He didn't uh, do an inspection to make sure, you know, I wasn't 
drunk or anything like that. But dad fumbling with the remote with hardcore naughty naughty on the TV as I'm trying to sneak through after a, a night with my friends. Oh, my God. And then uh, we just had an understanding. Nice understanding. We never talked about it again. <laughs> Happy birthday, Pops. You would have been 92 yesterday. <laughs>